welcome to It Sounded Like a Good Idea at the Time, the weekly podcast that's back after an unexpected vacation, but nobody was sick. We were just tired. So right, exactly. As far as we know, unless we're asymptomatic, asymptomatic carriers, that's all I'm going yeah. to assume forever, honestly. Right, exactly. Um, so yeah, we're just basically always panicking. Yeah, <laughs> that actually sounds about right. You know, I was always panicking before, but this has given me something to panic oh, about. Oh, exactly, so, exactly, you know. exactly. It's like even more legit reasons. Oh, yeah, uh, 100%. Um, hey, what's been going on? Um, well, other than just trying to survive and stealing cookies from you yes, when well, I find not- you across the street. Let's let's clarify. You didn't steal them from me. You stole them from the neighbor that they were intended for. But I do hope that you well, enjoy them. I will. And that's what happens when you intercept someone who has something that looks interesting. Just ask for it. They will more often than not give it to you because they feel awkward saying no. So that is 100 percent. That is how I am now the owner of two giant cookies. <laughs> so which I, I plan to enjoy later by myself. I won't even be telling Pisan. Oh, good. Uh, sorry. I texted him about it already. But um <laughs> <laughs> so I make dinner twice a week for I, I am paid to make dinner twice a week for a neighbor. I don't just do it out of the kindness of my heart, though I would. Um, <laughs> don't ask. <laughs> and I made cookies today with the girls. And I was like, oh, I'll include a little surprise and delight for um, Lauren. Uh, and I left the cookies here when I delivered the dinner. So as I was taking them down the street to deliver them after the fact, Hannah was just loitering in her own driveway and said well what's that in your hand and i said cookies and she said for me in such a convinced and surprised and delighted way that i was like assume the best everyone (laughs) this is the moral of the story i have i can't say no to this now (laughs) that's right so now i have cookies and and lauren doesn't so sorry about that though i did appreciate your venmo lauren thank you (laughs) (laughs) and that's how you win at life um but other than that, um, just Ryan, we've both got some uh, fun new pieces on the site this week. Goodideagirls.com. Yes, um, I finally cranked out my... absolutely <laughs> cracked me up. My, finally, my, little, my second little piece. A <laughs> little bit of shade at my transition lenses, but it's fine. <laughs> well, only because the first time you you felt attacked, I didn't realize that your lenses were transitions, but now I know. So <laughs> Now it, you know and are doing it anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> That's exactly right, but I just need you to know that I know. I need you to know that when I attack you, it is definitely on purpose. <laughs> well, let me tell you what we've been doing on your um, on your encouragement. We okay. have flown through the Netflix show Never Have I Ever. Yes, perfect. Oh my gosh! Did we talk about this last. Was this? Oh no, that's right. So last week, well, quick preamble. Last week when we were not, we were still planning to record. I was like, wait, let me watch the pilot of this show so I can talk about it tonight. I watched the whole season. I, like, neglected everything else that day, <laughs> ignored the kids. I watched the whole season on Monday. It was so good. It is so good. And we have 14 minutes left in the season. Um, oh, wow. But then we and were ready to record. Yeah, I know. And that is how much of myself I give to you listeners That's and you co-hosts. Admirable. I would have made me wait 14 minutes. Well, you'd already texted me and said, damn, it's late. So I felt like that 14 minutes may have done you in. So. Oh, I was doing that for you. I was oh, doing that for your benefit. Look, like, you're sitting here that. talking to me. And yet again, I've played you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a gift of gift of the magi. Um, <laughs> it it is so good. What a good show! It's a Mindy yeah. Kaling show. Um, as I've been listening to the Office Ladies podcast, um, more mm-hmm. and more I am realizing as they talk about Mindy, just what 
a treasure she is to the entertainment industry. Oh, do they? Um, they have talked about how basically Kelly Kapoor in the office, like Mindy fought in the writer's room to transition her. So, you know, like at the beginning of the show, she's very like uptight and kind of like right. And they're like, you know, by season two, she is full Mindy. Like it is Mindy Kaling and she fought for that character to be that way. And she wrote her character to be that way. Um, And so it's interesting to see her like kind of take that stand. And then this show, do you want to talk about like talk about what it is or do you want me to? Yeah, go for it. You're much better at that so okay so this um show never have i ever it's on netflix as we said um i remember when mindy talked about this on instagram because she was looking for um right Indian when she put out the casting call yes yeah um so it follows um a high school girl davy um she's indian her family obviously is indian um and you it's <laughs> the best part of the whole thing is that it's narrated by john mcenroe which like right. absolutely like delights me to the nth degree yes. i texted you and i was like this is the best thing i've ever seen because right. john mcenroe is hilarious um and it follows her as she kind of navigates having just lost her father what high school looks like mm-hmm. um and i don't i don't know i don't even know like there's nothing that's like and it's about this and this and this but it really just follows right. her life and it's so right it's about a lot of things and it's just so like it's about friendships it's about relationships and discovering who you you are and right and like your parents and the complicated relationships that a teenager has with their parents yes and and really like um, what any of us feel like coming out of grief and you know i think one of the things that i've taken away from it i guess um this is it follows eight months after her dad dies or maybe six months is when it picks up um something like that yeah but it talks about like you know, the timeline for grief and the way that grief manifests itself is so different for right. everybody. But I do like that there's so much humor in it and so much lightheartedness, even though there are some very serious topics. There is there are coming it's out way, which, way more. Ser- right. There's coming out topics. I mean, uh, storylines. There's um, well, just the the kind of like the burying of grief. Like she's yeah. in therapy. What's the name of the actress again? Who Niecy plays Nash. Therapist? Right, Niecy Nash. I'm totally who is blanking. excellent in it. She is. She does a great job. And so she's playing her therapist and really trying to get her to accept her feelings. Mm-hmm. And you can see her really just like pushing past it. Like it's heavy material, but dealt with so well. And there's a lot that you, that they talk about. Um, two of the characters have been abandoned by their parents in very different ways. One actually, one very emotionally. um, Right. And then really how that changes how they are in relationships. And, you know, they talk about it in high school, obviously in the context of high school and how every issue that a character faces seems like the biggest issue that they're facing, even though, you know, everyone else is. But I'm like, well, we all do. We all do that. Like when I have breaking news, like it is the biggest thing that I have to tell you. Like, Yes, Who cares exactly. What you know, like this is very <laughs> exactly to me. exactly. Yeah, it's easy to look back on high school now and say, "Oh, I was such an idiot." But then it's like, "All right, well, how different is that really than the way I approach uh, something today?" Like yeah. it is the most important thing, and um, it's another one of those shows that's like about high schoolers. But you don't watch it thinking, "Oh, I'm watching a kids show." No, like, absolutely at all. not. Like, yeah. like I like I can't watch a uh, Riverdale for that reason. And they, well, they do talk about Riverdale on. The yeah, show. they do. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. I didn't even bring it up for that reason. I forgot that they do that. But but you, I mean, even just oh, go ahead. Oh no no, I was gonna say I think that 
Um, one of the characters coming out to her mom is one of the most beautiful things that I've seen. Um, yes. In how each of those characters handled it. And mm-hmm. I would recommend if you know anyone who's come out or is thinking about coming out or you went through that experience yeah. to watch it because I just think that there's it's very moving how that character's journey is compiled in a sitcom right. that do you feel like yeah. could really gloss over it or make light of these things. Like, I think what Mindy's done really well in the show is um, not invalidate heavy feelings with humor, but uses mm-hmm. humor like throughout the show to kind of amplify like heavy feelings at the same time. And exactly. I think it's done just very, very beautifully. She also knows how to write real characters. Like yes. she knows how to write like a high school crush that isn't like some perfect, like, uh, for some reason, the other example that's popping into my mind is like John Tucker must die. Oh, yeah. um, I do which love that movie. movie. I love when I was younger, yeah, yeah. and uh, still like, love. So, oh, totally. I mean, I just haven't seen it in forever. I, like to be fair, that character was flawed, and then he was dating a bunch of people. But at the same time, it's like this is like this perfect jock with I don't know. It's just like a different like her love interests are different. Yeah, like, it's they're just relatable. Like they're they're like kind of douchey sometimes but like mostly cool but also like not perfect like they're not like they're not like the kind of character that it's like wait i'm gonna give them a chance and then they're gonna be amazing which i feel like kind of is what we all like grew up with and then it's like you think anyone who's being douchey to you can be amazing underneath it all but like totally they also owe apologies as well like there's just a lot of that reality Yeah, there's a lot of three dimension which i really really like yes yes and what i was telling david about it last night is it is so diverse in every sense of the word. It is so diverse, but not in a way that I feel like so many quote unquote white shows are where you throw in a diverse character. And like, what is that one thing we were um, discussing if it's good or bad that one time uh, when I was discussing, it was about like how quotas. No, not even quotas, but like, you know how they put the, um, the all female scene into Avengers Endgame, and I was like, Uh-oh. "Oh, was pandering, pandering, yes. pandering." Yes, yes. And yes. I was like, "Is pandering really a bad thing?" And then blah blah. This is not that. No, <laughs> like, and I feel like this is not pandering at all. Like it's no. just so natural. Yeah, it is completely natural. I think almost every relationship in there has some level of diversity in it and inclusion in right. it, um, from race to abilities to whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But what I think is great is it's not a storyline you know like i do feel like in a lot of shows it's like if a white guy starts dating a black girl then it's like a storyline to make sure that everyone knows like hey we're accepting this we had some friends who weren't cool about it but now they are and i feel like this is just like yeah 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 so yeah it's it's very interesting in that it shows like all different kind like davy i believe is indian american um i think I can't remember where it said she was, but whatever. She's Indian American. She was raised in America, the character. Mm -hmm. And then, like, her mom um, is, like, a character dealing with, like, being in a country away from her family. And then her cousin is there who's, like, seemingly the perfect, like, individual. Yeah. And she's, there's, like, a little bit of jealousy there. And, like, it's just very diverse. Like, every character is just diverse. And there's, like, a story to be told about all of them. And then somehow all have different bits of humor around them. Yeah. Well, and even like, I thought it was really interesting. So one of the main characters, Paxton, he's like the hot guy. Um, Right. Paxton Hall, Yoshida. His sister, it has Down syndrome and Mm -hmm. is white. And he talks about when my parents adopted her, but it was like, it was just this kind of footnote to the storyline. Right. Exactly. She's in fashion school and you know, it's just right. It wasn't like, Oh, Oh, we adopted like yeah. it just wasn't a thing like everything is just pretty 
smooth and anyway it's 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 great watch it if you if you haven't the end I I don't yeah yeah I don't know I kind of put it under um for me four weddings and a funeral um like it is the perfect thing to watch right now yeah, it on, yes. it's actually, that would be a good thing to rewatch right now. Oh, that's a, actually a good point. Good job, me, for, for reminding yeah. me of that. Um, well, speaking of things that we've consumed, um, yes, have you been reading anything great right now? Um, I'm reading Conviction ah, at yes. your at your um, suggestion, as usual. Again, you tell me to read something and I check it out immediately. Oh, that makes me feel um, so vulnerable, though. Next, well, take the, with great power, you know, and all that. But I, I've heard that before. Ne- Next week, um, we are having a special guest on that we're very excited about, Leslie Stevens, the VP of content at Cupcakes and Cashmere. And um, we've been just devouring her pieces lately. And yeah. she put up one piece, which I didn't like know I needed to read, but like it, it was really cool. It was a piece about how to read a whole book in a day. And um, both of us, re- you, I think you sent it to me, right? We yeah. both read it and we were like, wow, this makes so much sense because she talks about how like, you know, when you try and get into a book, like we were saying a couple weeks ago, when you try and get in just like before bed at night, it takes so long because then you're tired and you can't really get invested. And yeah, so that was a really good piece. So all that to say, I know I really like this book, but like I haven't given it that amount of time. Uh huh. Yep. I, well, we've talked about book hangover before and you're coming off of two really good ones. Exactly. I know because I just came off of those two really good ones. Yeah. And again, because you told me to read them and I immediately did. Well, I tried to read like two or three before conviction. And I think I told you this was a few months ago that I finally have given myself permission to not push through a book if I'm not into it of like, yeah, 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 yeah. This serves no purpose. Right. I don't have to prove anything. Yeah. Conviction is the first thing I've gotten into since then. But right before Leslie's piece came out, um, I had cracked the code for myself of how to get into a book, which was I cannot start it at night unless I am giving it 40 to 50 pages. Cause you know, those are really the ones that you kind of like trudge through anyway to get the backstories, the introductions, whatever. Right. And this book conviction, um, by Denise Mina, um, M I N A. So I don't know if it's Mina or Mina, but, um, it is a thriller, but not scary. Um, but I was guessing to the very end and did not get the ending right. And usually, I pride myself on getting the Indians right, but this one I right. really didn't. So it's it's right. a good one. Well, I am very excited. I'm already super into it because it doesn't take place in America. It's like a Europe European thriller. Yep. So naturally, that gets me. That's exactly what was that other one that we read that takes takes place in like the English countryside in the castle. It was it's like a castle or a mansion. Oh, twice in a blue moon. No, that was yeah. No, 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 no. Nope. Not twice. Not twice in a blue moon. It was before that. What was it? Uh. It's- the one with the the nanny disappears. Oh, the au pair. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Summerborn <laughs> yes, yes, and yes, winterborn. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yes. 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 That like it's that kind of like literal mental escapism. Yes. Like it's not even like escaping into a book. It's like a whole different place that I really, really am into. So I like that about um, conviction. Yeah. And later in the book, there's a lot of travel by I don't know how far you are into it, but there's like travel not, by not plane and by train and, you know, all of this stuff. And I'm like, oh, Ooh, cool. These are hijinks and I'm into it. So uh, it was <laughs> this is good. the only travel we can be doing right now. So <laughs> well, and no, this is not a spoiler, I don't think. But I also ah, the, no, it's not. 
No, it's not. It's not like a love story, which right. most of the books that I read, there is some plot line that of element, romance. Yeah. And this is right. not. So it was actually kind of refreshing from that end that it was like, right. there was right. no undercurrent of, will they get together, you know, or will, yeah, will they find yeah. true love? Um, it wasn't like that, but it's very good. Right. If you like true crime and you like true, true crime podcasts, I recommend this book. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally, I'm, I'm into it so far. I just need to dedicate the time. Um, so that's what I've got going. Are you reading anything else? Um, yes. It's called Good Riddance by Eleanor Lipman. Um, that okay. I am also into. I'm a third of the way through. Um, and it is about a girl whose mom has died and leaves her, her yearbook, um, that she has always cataloged every reunion in religiously, like who's divorced, oh, wow. who's gotten married, who got fat, like <laughs> all of these different things. Um, and she uncovers a lot of mysteries about her life that she didn't see coming. Um, but it's like a light book. Um, right. I'm really liking it so far. So That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, no doubt that'll be coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know how it ends. So far, I'm, yeah. so far, I'm giving it a B plus. So we'll see where it goes. Okay. All right. Cool. So um, we've talked a little bit about you bringing my new guilty pleasure to me, which <laughs> is exposing SMG.com. I don't know how long they've had the what smg stands for on their site but i had we never were seen it before it. yeah like two weeks ago we were like it stands for sarah michelle geller and then, <laughs> and then, and then we were like it's it selena marie <laughs> oh yes that's right that's right that's right yes and then now it literally says on their um strategic media group scandalous or scandalous media group scandalous scandal yes yeah, scandalous media group so it's it's like they listen maybe? <laughs> i'm pretty sure they do <laughs> they're listen. like these fools have Writers no idea or writer you are very shady about who you are please contact us because we will have I you respect on here that. so fast um, <laughs> keep doing you they're f- real funny i love to read the writing and um like i was reading an old piece about someone who sued them and just like the tone <laughs> is hysterical their um, tone is like so irreverent and they're like whatever right. come at me but right not, exactly but you can tell they're intelligent like they're not just throwing stuff yeah. out there to like right they're cause like, drama because i know the law yeah like, they're like aggressive but i really like it <laughs> i know i love it um so you sent me they their schedule for posting which maybe that's a pro tip of something to follow but <laughs> probably but then they, you have accountability which you know exactly, is really exactly. That I don't like. we we don't do well with that but um they had a schedule they had a scheduled post coming out about an exposing prince harry and duchess megan megan duchess of do they whatever. even have titles anymore i think they keep those titles they don't keep the hrh ah uh, got it I am pretty sure. Um, that would suit me just it, fine. Yeah. Like, who's complaining? Actually, but, I'd be like, can I actually reverse that and you still let me keep the HRH? I don't care about the title. Right. Just I don't care about being a duchess. Her Royal Highness Caroline. Nothing. That's it. Exactly. That's it. Um, well, there is a Princess Caroline. Right oh, now, I know. Because so. that's who I thought I was named after for a real long time. Then my mom showed me a picture <laughs> of her with a shaved head and I decided that maybe I wasn't. <laughs> actually, she was a, she was a, a troublemaker pass. for a bit. It's a hard pass for me, Princess <laughs> Caroline. Um but no, I, I just was like, so I read it before you. Yes, and you I did. think when I read it, it was like a bed, like it was like during the girl's bedtime or something. Because I'm sitting there like, Ooh, like I know I cannot text her more and be like, sit down and read it. It, and it took me like a couple nuts. days to read it. I, yeah, because you didn't text me back to like two days later saying, oh, by the way, the article. Well, I will tell you if you read these posts, they are long. They are like they are comprehensive, not exhaustive, quick. which right. to me gives it even more like 
I believe it. I believe everything right, that's written they in these. Co- it's long because they come with like re- like receipts. Like yes. they're like, this is where I got this information from. They don't out this their sources. This is why you should trust me. Right. They don't out their sources, but, but they, they time still stamp. back it up. Yeah. They send right. They, they show you screenshots of what they received. Right. They, st- they timestamp it. And to me, right. like, to put that much detail out there without it being true opens them up right. for a lot of legal issues. <laughs> so I believe exactly. it. Um, yeah, it was it was very crazy. Um, it was a very interesting read, and it's one that even though I know that they put all that stuff up, I'm like not ready to just like suddenly believe all of it because it's like so different than our view on the royals. Yeah, well, I was a huge Meghan Markle fan at the very beginning, but I think when we started talking in January, maybe when they announced that they were stepping back, I think even before that, maybe. No, maybe it was then when I was like, eh, I don't really know. Like the behind the scenes, it does feel like maybe she came in and was too much of a disruptor. Yes, you did say that. Yeah. I had been reading on some other sites that are more blind about who they're talking about. A lot about Megan's strategy was basically this okay. the whole time. And I was like, eh, maybe I believe that. Like, I don't know. It started to shade how I saw right. her strategy. However... The detail that um, Exposing SMG goes into is worth a read right. if you are a royal follower. Do not right. read it if you do not want to change how you feel about Meghan Markle. Like, if you right. want to, like, just see them as goals and, like, Meghan and Harry forever, don't don't read it because it'll just upset you. Don't do that. For It will upset you about both of them. Yes. And um, read through to the end because they come to something of a shocking uh, <laughs> Very news drop shocking. at the end. Well, it is um, the first which, of again, three- I'm like... I know and I want to know more because it matters to me zero percent but like you told me a long time ago that there was like cheating with William and Kate and I was like googling it (laughs) like (laughs) did will like I don't I just I'm so curious um because our friend Rachel was telling us um at our meetup back in January wasn't it or February yeah um just kind of like the breakdown of the royals because of course as a classic American, one person <laughs> comes here with a passport from somewhere else, and I assume they speak for the whole country. So <laughs> because I, we do for America, so I only see how exactly, that, that's transferable. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I was just like, I have to hear every single one of your thoughts, and whatever you say, I will assume is how everyone in the UK <laughs> thinks. She was super and enlightening, she, though. She she taught me a lot. She was telling us that um, everyone was like thinks that. Uh, Prince Charles will abdicate to Prince William. Yep. Isn't that right? Yep, that is what she said. Um, so so now I believe that too. So Oh, 100%. I'm like, it's going to happen. Yep. I don't... <laughs> Rachel said Did it. You... That's literally enough for me. Speaking of royals, you know the other royal thing that I love is Gary Gennetti's um, Oh, totally. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Did I send you the one? If you don't follow Gary Gennetti or his husband, Brad Goreski, I really recommend both of those. Isn't it Gorski or is it Goreski? Ah, Isn't sure. he a producer? He he's a stylist. He was on oh, okay. he, his claim to fame um, was being Rachel Zoe's assistant on the Rachel oh, okay. Zoe show. Um, right. And then he has his own. I think Gorski does make more sense. But um, he has created a coffee shop in their house. Brad Bucks during this quarantine to Brad Bucks <laughs> to oh, um, hysterical perfect Gary's coffee order. Um, and then Gary has a, his Instagram is now just like a spoof account satire account of the royals right but he posted he posted um you know all the celebrities are posting videos of themselves clapping at 7 yes PM. yes and so there's one of charles and camilla that he like dubbed oh, over that is yes yes the one of the funnier things that i've seen this quarantine and yeah. i 
I go back to make myself laugh and rewatch it. A oh, lot. totally. It is that was very the awkward video. and very funny. Almost yes, as much as that- Priyanka Chopra's, which was one of the most awkward ones. His his way of doing it, like hers, I thought was a boomerang for the longest time until I realized <laughs> it, was it wasn't. Literally, just her clapping for like twenty six seconds and nothing else. But it was also like clap 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 clap. Like it, yeah, it, it looks like a boomerang. To yeah, me. it really does. It's like, <laughs> like it just, it's just the way she did it looked like a boomerang. But theirs was hysterical with his added um, his narration. commentary. Like Charles, just leave so. the door. Just just leave the door. Right, <laughs> right. Okay, don't look at the camera. Don't look at the camera. Right, okay, you're looking at the Camilla, camera. <laughs> don't start clapping until he... Okay, all right. So you can just start <laughs> yeah. clapping whenever. Anyway, <laughs> I'll share it on our podcast account so you know what we're talking about. But yes. if you don't follow Gary Janetti, it's very funny. All right, well, we'll take a quick break and come back and uh, get back to our topic, which you um, promoted on Instagram today about fights. <laughs> and I how didn't say evident- that. I didn't, evidently, I didn't you and I that. would not make it as a couple. So <laughs> I don't know. We're doing a better job than maybe our marriages are. So <laughs> that's true. Or maybe you and I should be the couple. Is what we're here. Right. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back. All right, we're back from our break. And as Hannah mentioned, we um, had some marital discord <laughs> in each of our marriages this morning. Um, I'm sure un- unrelatable to everyone listening. Yeah, I'm sure that for every single person here, um, this stay-at-home shelter-in-place order has only brought you closer. And there have been no right. moments of tension or frustration. Um, we're, <laughs> exactly. we're pulling back the curtain here to let you know. <laughs> We've had some. <laughs> right. And we actually... Celebrities, both- <laughs> they're just like you. <laughs> <laughs> Peep us in this week's Us Weekly, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was the one I sent you this week? It was like Carrie Underwood taking a selfie in her yeah. at home gym, and I'm like, yeah, just yeah. like me, definitely. Yeah, because they're like, like they're me. like, she wears leggings just like you. Like, yeah, that's the same. <laughs> I don't see snowmen on her, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that feels again like directly <laughs> sorry. attacking me. Sorry, I was just talking about anyone who might have snowman leggings. Um, <laughs> yes. So anyway, I, I guess I'm currently wearing them, but okay. <laughs> um anyway we both had like some minor strife i don't want to make it sound like we both had blow-ups this morning but we just had no yeah just like mundane arguments like we've both been married for eight years now (laughs) there's very little that's big (laughs) that's true that's true there's nothing that's surprising it's guess what the exact same fight we had uh six right exactly Um, exactly (laughs) and five weeks ago and four weeks ago like it's always just the same it's all it's like at this point there's only gonna be ever like one issue that it will always boil down to (laughs) the rest of your life right Um, and it's like either you get a therapist which you probably all should yeah, i should true. as well or it, you just or your spouse should get a therapist is what what needs to oh happen. easily not, that's what i when i said you don't. i meant Hassan, not me <laughs> i'm fine i'm, I'm i don't I'm need a therapist um but what's really interesting we've talked about it on here before a little bit but when we share about each of our reactions to marital frustrations it is really funny because immediately we're each other's hype girls and are like well obviously you're right and they're right idiots, right and they're wrong however right I am, <laughs> I am much more like Pisani. You are much more like David. Right. So we really are kind of like that Spider-Man meme where he's like pointing at himself. Yes. <laughs> you. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> because David tends to lead more with high emotions. I lead right. more with logic in most most cases like i yeah. overthink how to present things david always hears them on an emotional level it's just where he yeah. is and then Pisan is he's different for me in that he has 
fewer emotions that he pushes down, I think, but he always well, is presenting. None. He does not have emotions. <laughs> sure. I didn't want to say that, but you're allowed to. Um, <laughs> he presents things unemotionally. Right. And you're the one who has to deal with the emotions while also trying to meet him with logic. And I was like, you know, this is an interesting conversation of where do those two intersect? <laughs> Who's right. right in this? Like, obviously we are, but right. which should win? Which, between, Objectively, we win every time. Obviously. But between like <laughs> logic, reason, pragma- pragmatism, and right. actually feeling your emotions and letting your partner know, no, here's what I feel and I shouldn't need and to it's filter fine, that. And it's valid. Right. right. Like, I right, feel like I tell tough. that to David sometimes. I'm like, I'm allowed to feel this way without having to put it through a filter because I feel like for him right. to understand how I'm feeling, I have to over explain it so much so it doesn't hurt his feelings because he tends to take things as a personal thing. Oh, yeah. Yep. Exactly like me. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I say I'm stressed, he hears it as he's not doing enough. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like, if Pasan is unhappy with something in his day, I take it as an attack. Yes. Because I'm like, well, you're here all the time. So if you're unhappy with something now, it it's, be it's my, you, you're unhappy with me. And in that case, I will tell you exactly where you can go with that. Right. <laughs> like, well, it's just like an immediate <laughs> blow up and he's like barely shared anything. So yeah, weird. He doesn't share emotions. That's super, that's super strange. He, he sends them to me sometimes. And I'm like, I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> like, don't worry. I'll talk. Don't worry. I'll talk. Yeah, yeah, I'll get it. I'll pretend I'm in a fight with David and see where she lands. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like actually never fight. Yeah, no, you're just, do like, have a perfect. You are my secret therapist that Pasan has been contracting this whole time. Plot twist. Yeah, it's right. It's like you're I'm, the therapist. Like, Every time you're talking about your therapist who moved away, it's like actually it's me. You're you're warning me that you might move away it's if me. I don't like settle down. Yeah, it's me pocketing your copay. Um, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, so it is interesting because I feel like in a marriage, in some ways. Your spouse should be the one that you are unloading almost like your rawest emotions to. But I feel like it doesn't always work like that in personality types where I'm like, I also think that your spouse is the first one to get their feelings hurt. And then that causes other things. So where do you land on, not even necessarily when you guys fight, but who do you feel like is the better fighter? Is it the person coming forward with true emotions to say, here's how I really feel? Or is it the person saying, here is the case study X, Y, Z, I've already analyzed it, and basically here's the solution. Right. Well, it's so tough because as you're des- describing the me in that scenario, I'm like, well, I'm right, obviously. <laughs> oh, like, as I was that's... describing me, I'm like, obviously this is <laughs> this is a trick question because clearly right. the well, logic I that I... We've made a lot of progress here. <laughs> we can just... <laughs> well, even the way I realized that I displayed it as, is it the person sharing emotions or the person who has a case study, a well-thought ar- argument, and the solution? Like, how is that not the right way to go about it? Well, here's here's where here's where I don't like the logic because the logic does not like necessarily apply to me. Like when it comes <laughs> okay, from well, that's someone, all I need when to it know. okay, well, when it comes from someone else who doesn't live my life, I do not take it. Like when oh, Pasan, right. like it's so, outsider like, logic. Yes, yes. When it's outsider, thank you, outsider logic. That's what I meant. Like if he is working all day and I am with the kids all day, we have two vastly different lives. Even mm-hmm. though those lives take place under the same roof. Yeah. It's just very different. Yeah, they're worlds apart. Exactly. So his simple solutions, quote unquote, using your words and his, (laughs) 
just are not like I'm like yeah that does sound really good but in the, the only in theory like very rarely would that work out and then as we we're having a discussion about like you know the problem was like um just the distress of all this because yeah. it's very hard for me to adapt to this situation but he is very adaptable like yeah. he can adapt to anything and he's like I he doesn't he doesn't understand how I have not adapted and I'm like but I feel I like you have adapted haven't well but like I am still like I still like for instance um I think we shared in a post or something about like um someone was was someone celebrity like us was talking about um waves like or like every fourth day when things just tend to hit wasn't yeah. that oh, was it january, it was january jones? jones actually but yeah she said who i don't follow but i saw maybe listener mallory um friend of the pod mallory shared it oh okay. and it was a picture of herself as betty draper crying and the caption was just it seems to hit every three or four days doesn't it and i felt like man that's true Yes, yeah, exactly. And it, today was just like a day that it just like, it's like a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, one of the kids is whiny and both of them just feel like extremely high needs kids to me. Like, yeah. I don't know if everyone feels that way. I'm sure we all do. But they're both just so on and like at an 11 at all times. You know, I just realized as I was sitting here, as you said it, it's I think it's because every kid is a high needs kid. We just all tend to have different variances of support systems and buffers. And mm, right now true, we're all true. feeling all of their needs all the time at 100%. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. It's, and it's really only whichever parent happens to be the one that they go to the most. Like, yeah. even as there was a, mo- a moment where he and I were sitting outside and like with it, like he was sitting outside with them. I was inside doing something. The second I walked outside and sat down in a chair, they were on me, yes. like literally on my body. Yep. And and it's like, okay, ultimately yes i want my kids to be near but this is just like a perfect example Mm -hmm. of what i'm saying like it is just really stressful to not it's stressful because what (laughs) what i felt like i finally earned which was like time to myself after years of being home with them yeah and like finding like preschools that i loved has now fallen through like now now it's all right it's totally we're back to square one with kids who are very like social and yeah need activities and have to do like homeschool and stuff like that so it's just that he doesn't quite understand that because he doesn't walk in my shoes yeah and i don't understand the things that he goes through because he doesn't i don't walk in his shoes so when he gives me suggestions i'm like yeah best case scenario i could have them do a quick five minute clean at the end of every LOL, activity LOL, sure. but that will never happen <laughs> yeah. like it took me two hours to get milan to unload the dishwasher because that's like the one chore i've got i'm yeah. like, on him about right now i'm like i don't i can't have endless fights no <laughs> like the, there's just not no one can do that so anyway all that to say like the logic is there and the logic has a place in a lot of arguments but in an argument that's like i'm extremely stressed i feel like what needs to be heard more is like i hear you and that sucks so what happened with us david is not a morning person um right no it's no surprise it it's just how it's always been and i've gotten to the point of for a while i was fighting it and trying to like make him a morning person and then i was like this is not worth being annoyed every morning and we both were annoyed because i was expecting him to be fully awake and on the go the minute he woke up like i am right and it just wasn't like that but the last two nights, I've probably gotten two hours of sleep combined. Um, one night, Saturday night, um, 
each girl was up for at least an hour. They'd had bad dreams or whatever. And then last night, our sound, our white noise machines had broken. And neither of the two older girls slept with sound machines because they didn't want them to get used to it. But Jane Ellis has Mm -hmm. because the older girls make noises. So it broke before bedtime. And I think that combined with two-year molars, she just cried for four and a half hours straight last night from like 10 Uh. to 2.30. Well, that woke up Nora Beth, who then was up for another hour. Like, anyway, right. I got no sleep. So this morning I told David, you need to do the morning so I can sleep. I did. Right. I came down at like 830 and immediately he went upstairs and got in bed. But nothing had been done to like move the morning forward because right. to him, he was up and he was there and he was letting me sleep and then he was going to get in bed. <laughs> so instead of addressing that like a calm adult this morning... I did say, like, I feel like I wasn't respected. I felt, you know, all of these things. And he was like, he felt like I'm, I was tired. I thought that it mm-hmm. was fine. But now I feel like I was tricked almost. <laughs> like, you were watching yeah. to see what I did. And then you're listing all the things I did and didn't do. Just yes. by me saying, here's how I felt from the situation. What I felt right. like was calmly. I was like, it made me feel like you don't respect my job. It makes me feel like I might as well not take the time because now I'm further behind. But all he could hear was, you're telling me everything that I did was wrong and that there are all these things I didn't do. Therefore, I feel like there's no win for me. And so we were really at an impasse of, you're not wrong because ultimately, I guess that is what I'm saying. But I also don't know a better solution to let you know how I'm feeling other than to very like (laughs) bullet pointed out because either way I'm losing. Right. And I feel right, like- I mean, the, and that's exactly how I would have taken that as well if it was Passant. Like when he when he gets like upset about something like that, I take it so personally. Yeah, and then I felt like, okay, there's no. We were texting about this this morning. And I'm like, ultimately, both of us feel like a pride thing about it. He feels like I've hurt uh-huh. his pride. I feel like I need to continue the conversation until he understands exactly what I'm saying, and I will change right. my verbiage. I will change my approach. I'll change my tactic. But ultimately, I don't feel better until he admits that he's wrong and I'm right. Exactly. Which, Which, right. And like, I think David and I are both like the kind of like more peacemakers. Like, we can like say, you know what? Ultimately, let's just walk away from this. Whereas you and Passan are like, but wait. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I need to make sure my point is there, which again, I I get in that it's like, all right, but do we do all this for nothing or are you going to hear what I said? Totally. I get that. Because in the conversation, David was finally like, okay, I'm sorry. I, you're right. Yeah. But the way he said it didn't sit well with me. I'm like, no, 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 no. (laughs) You don't get to like walk away with that because that's not my point. I don't want to hear you say that. I want you to understand what I'm saying. So he took a few minutes and went upstairs. And when he came down, he was like, I'm going to take the girls out for a drive. He ended up taking them to cookout to do like this big parking lot picnic, which was so cute. And the girls loved it. Well, that's adorable. Um, And now I want cookout. Yeah, right. Um, They got their first cookout milkshakes. Like it was really great. Oh, yeah. And he said, like, as he was walking out the door, he was like, I think that you maybe just need some time to, like, recoup and be at home by yourself and enjoy the quiet. And he was right. It was exactly what I needed. But then I was mad that he had been the one to come up with the best solution. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, I had to follow it up with a few texts to be like, you know what? You were right. You handled this maturely so that I could sound super mature. So, anyway, I don't know. We we landed in a... (laughs) In a place I'm sure a therapist would applaud. I think as long as you, because you did tell me too, like when he got home, you were like messing with him and saying like, oh, make sure you go up and play video game or something. And that's like what we try and do too. It's like end an argument. And I I think I told you this last week, like we try and end an argument where someone, like as a joke is like, 
are you ready to apologize yet? Like, yeah, we kind of try to feel just, each other out to be like, when can we laugh about this? Yes, and exactly. Usually, like, sometimes we get a few setbacks because if someone was too soon with it. But, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> while he was exactly. gone, I was like, how about during quiet time you take a nap? And he was like, no way in hell am I taking a nap. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Take an effing nap. And so when he got that home, That literally like, is an exact conversation <laughs> that we have, too. Like, I'm like, I'll take nothing. I will be awake for 72 hours. Well, later this afternoon, he, he said, how about I make dinner tonight and do the dishes and clean up the kitchen and sweep and get up with the girls during the night? Like, and I was like, you just need to chill out. Like, because at first I was like, oh, how not? Oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of traps this is what this feels like yes exactly but yeah we um, can laugh about it so i guess i don't know the collision I guess of that's logic the and win. emotion the win is just getting to where you can laugh about it and just making sure like even i my my thing is like i just want to be heard yes and i know that he does too so i'm like if if you can just like i don't even need you to agree with me I just need you to hear my feelings because <laughs> like I feel this and um, that's just like a, such a big part of my personality is like I cannot hold my feelings in <laughs> like ever obviously. Well and that's so funny so, because all I want is to be heard. <laughs> like I don't even care right, if, you, if I, you know my feelings like I need you to hear me talk about it because right, it's like different versions of needing to be heard. Totally because I do all of my emotional processing internally so by the time I tell right. you how I'm feeling I've already like named it correctly and like analyzed where it where it lands and the scale on which I'm feeling yes. it. So I just need to, you to hear me. Meanwhile, I'm like, that. I'm feeling a color. <laughs> it's yellow. What, what does that mean? Where are we at with that? <laughs> That's when you call Mariah and you're like, hey, girl. Oh, totally. I was just <laughs> thinking I that. I was just going to say. And then we message Mariah and get her input. Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, I felt I have felt every shade of this. Here's where I am on the other side, and I just need to, like, talk about it for a little right. while. <laughs> I need you to basically accept it and have no input. And then also compliment me on it. So <laughs> if you could just affirm yes. how, like, mature I am, that would be really great. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Which, unfortunately, I don't think that we will ever come to a place um, yeah, here never. in my relationship where those two things will merge very often. But I will say later, like, I'm probably in a few days, like, not immediately, we got to a laughing point tonight. Things are fine. But I feel like in a few days, we'll be able to be like, hey, remember that time? Like, here's ultimately what I was trying to tell you. <laughs> and right, then right. He, David is very great about being very receptive to things when emotions aren't high. But instead of knowing that, yeah. I prefer to push for them when emotions are high. And right, and exactly. Well, I think that's the tricky thing is like, I, I'm trying to get better at that too, is like understanding that yes i need to my like my feelings are valid my opinion is valid i i need to make myself heard but then again the right time and place like today i just had so much that i wanted to talk about like and pasan was like running late for work i'm like hey do you have like five minutes (laughs) like was his commute bad this morning or yeah well he had to get his allergy shots yeah he actually did have something so he did actually have something to do but so he was getting into work late but he did sit and like talk to me i was like remember last night when i accused you of being part of the patriarchy and ruining my life do you, do you want to talk about that some more or i was like i just wanted to like drill down on that a little bit because let me tell you what i, I meant do... it was exactly that but <laughs> that's exactly what i said i was like i do definitely feel that way but like also i feel like you may have been blindsided so like here's where i'm at well that's what i told david today i was like you can definitely go play video games I was really valid in everything that I said, and I need you to know that I'm not taking any of that back. I am saying that you can go play video games right now. 
Yeah, exactly. So and we're not did, all that different. He did look very much like a squirrel, like knowing that a car is coming of like, I don't right. know, I like left or right, I'm getting hit either way. But he did go play video games. <laughs> exactly. So oh my gosh. I feel like I got the lost word and he got video games. So ultimately, like, that's why our marriage yes, will exactly, continue into exactly. year nine is because of right. that. Right, exactly, exactly. You and Passan get the last word. David and I feel like we ultimately win in the <laughs> you end. You get your plants, he gets video games. So yes. that's what Michael Scott would call a win-win-win. <laughs> <laughs> the third option, win-win-win. Uh, well, that seems like as good a note as any. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's healthier, who's better, but I guess I guess the winners. Uh, David and I are better yeah, again. Sure. Okay. Does David still listen? Is he going to hear me say this? <laughs> I don't think that David <laughs> listens anymore because his commute is about four minutes. So upsetting. He, I know. He's um, our number one fan. <laughs> I know. No wonder our downloads have dropped. I know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I know. It's well, not, now we're about it's to get in of another the pandemic, fight. David. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, unplug your headphones. I'd I will like go to have up there and stand <laughs> in front of the video games and be like, are you ready to talk? Or... <laughs> it's now a good time yeah. to share my feelings. I've accessed my feelings for I, you. I so if thought, you don't. So whenever you're ready. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, it's a good idea to always share your thoughts then. That's where we're at. Yeah, sure. Hopefully, I think that is good. Hopefully you are not a... Uh, early number on the Enneagram married to a late number on the Enneagram <laughs> like both of us are. No, I will say I will say not to make this all about marriage um it has been so refreshing for me to be friends with somebody who is like my husband or a number similar right. to my husband David is a six you're an eight but I yeah, feel like eight slash seven like I'm like not wing seven like literally like half seven half, half, half eight a um yes but it has been so helpful for me <laughs> To really like hear somebody be like, no, well, like you're, you won't even say like, oh, in his defense, you'll say like, you know, I would have responded that way, too. And it is right, right. so helpful because obviously you can say anything to me and I won't be offended. David can say nothing to me without me being offended. So, exactly. <laughs> so exactly. Right. And it's the same thing for you. Like when you were like, oh, yeah, I see what Passan was saying. I'm like, well. Ugh. <laughs> but yeah, you're right then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. I'll I'm like, well, I guess I, that, I guess but... I do need to like adjust my perspective. Then I guess like it's ugh me, not you. Like it's it's just because like we're too close to them. Yeah. So but then it I does, um, like immediately like, deescalate me a little bit. Right. Where I'm like, okay, totally. well now I can see how. Yeah. It, in exactly. a little bit of time, like this will actually feel totally fine. Right. And um, I was thinking, too, like, that's the logical next iteration of, like, dating apps and friend oh, apps. Totally. It's like finding a friend that is, like, exactly like your spouse. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that can help you, like, talk through fights oh with your gosh, spouse. Oh, my gosh. That's perfect. Because it really has. Yeah, I think you're that it is You heard it here help- first. I'm trademarking that right now. Okay. So. Uh, Shark Tank coming up. But. <laughs> um, I'll think of a tagline just so I can get like 12% of the profits. I was going to say, you're going to have to do all of that. I mean, you probably already have a name in mind. Don't be silly. <laughs> I know you do. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say it on air until we get the. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The until, until we talk to legal. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're right. Uh, if you are in legal, message us, please. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I do think that it's Our been... friend Allison, right? Oh, yeah. She's, a, she's a lawyer. So. Yes, perfect. <laughs> um, no, but I do feel like it's been really helpful to have somebody who does think differently than me because instead of like you hype, right. you hype me up always and always have my back but then also right. you're able to talk about it in a way that doesn't feel like well I'm taking your husband's side on this right you're wrong he's right yeah because it isn't ever that like it's no. never one of you is wrong and one of you is right it's just 
you're two different people communicating in two different ways. Yeah, and living the same reality in two different ways. Like, what, right. like even this morning, we both stayed under the same roof for the same amount of hours last night. But we right, right. experienced very different things. So this yes. morning had very different expectations of what exactly. it would look like. Yeah. Yeah. So, um I don't really know how to wrap that up, but I did want to say it has been helpful to find somebody who's not like me in a friend (laughs) to to walk through at least approaches on things. So anyway, we continue to end episodes with zero resolution other than (laughs) get good friends (laughs) and know you're always right in your arguments with your spouses. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Never seed ground. (laughs) But if you're somebody who has like shifted your approach to things, like I know I used to be super emotional and not very logical, like in high school and college. So, but now I feel like I've really done a good job of burying all my feelings and only come through things intellectually. So if you have also made that journey or, or either the other way around, I want to hear from you. Let us know kind of what that's looked like in your friendships, your family relationships and your marriages. If you are married. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, as always, um, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe and share us with your friends and um, check out the Good Things newsletter on our website, goodideagirls.com. And um, we will be seeing you next week yep, with, with Leslie Stevens. Yeah, and if you have anything that you want to ask Leslie or have us talk to her about, um, shoot us a message either to our email um, or to our DMs and our Instagram, and we'll make sure that we um, talk to her about those. Yep, have a good week. Bye.